What's up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Give Me 20, the comedy podcast that we take care of you all within 20 minutes. I am, of course, one of your hosts, Aaron Cini, and with me, as always, is the very real named Mel Felker. Mel, how are you? Thank you, Aaron. I'm doing good this evening. How are you? I'm good. Um, You know, I like our comedy church, but also ending a Monday with this podcast, not a bad way to do it. Some Monday night chuckles. That's what they say. That's right. That's what the kids are saying on the streets. Um, first of all, before we jump into any housekeeping, I just want to say congrats on finishing all of your finals. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, it's uh, people keep congratulating me. It kind of just feels like the end of another school year, but like it's kind of a big deal because now I'm like done with lectures and finals. Like right. I'll have a couple of finals at the end of next year, but nothing like this. So, but no, yeah. it's like all clinical stuff now. Like it's yeah. all hands on going forward, right? Yeah, which is crazy. That starts in two weeks. So, wow. Yeah. <laughs> crazy. Yeah. Well, I'm excited for you. Big news. It was awesome to see. Um, yeah. I also had some pretty big news. I was recently on Out of Our League. No big deal, even yes. though you were on it months before me. No, I wanted uh, to talk about that. Yeah, so go check yeah. that episode out. Go see our friends at Simply Sassy. Yeah, I watched that episode between yesterday and today. And I wanted to um, apologize to you because <laughs> I realized, no, like not, this is actually sincere. Okay. I realized I had never asked you about your comedy, like, up and coming like how that all happened because like I knew that you had done some stand-up in your 20s but I didn't realize uh, the extent of it or whatever and I don't want to have you repeat it on this show so yeah I really think if people want to know about more of your comedy background they should definitely check out out of our league because yeah I was learning things for the first time and I was sitting there being like damn I'm a shit friend like I have a comedy <laughs> podcast yeah <laughs> I have a podcast with this man and I've never, like, I never asked him. So that that's on me, but uh, I thought it was a great episode and, you know, you guys talked about me a bit, which is nice. So it was just a bit, <laughs> just a bit, <laughs> just a couple of times. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, also, yeah. Thank you to everyone who supported me in my uh, end of finals on Twitter. That was, that was cool too. So I, I love all the support from the community. We, we got great people out there, which if, if I can segue, uh, and one of the replies I got to my tweet about finishing my third year was uh, Christian. He referred to us and I maybe our, you know, tiny Internet community as the give me 20 gang. I love it. Yeah, because that might be a bit better than the give me 20 people who listen. <laughs> or the give me 20 acquaintances. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so give me 20 gang. We can we can work with that. I we think. can work with that. And we appreciate all of you. Um, we appreciate you so much that we want to give you life advice, which is why this episode is a little bit different. Uh, Mel, you put out a doc to let people ask us questions and we could hit them up with advice. Um, some of these people asked anonymously. Some of them did not. So we're already three minutes into this thing. Should we jump to it or do you have anything else for housekeeping? Um, yeah, no, we're, we're good. We're good. Let's, Let's get going. Do it. On this special episode of Give Me Advice. I love that name, by the way. Thank you. I, Give Me 20 is so many things we can do with it. Like, it's, it's great. So it's, it's kind of got that kind of funny vibe where it is very versatile. Yeah, yeah. All right. So the first, um, so we said to submit your problems, questions, concerns. Um, the first one comes from an anonymous listener 
and I'll read it in the style of Malfleetzer tweets. Okay, here we go. I like a boy a lot, period. We're good friends, comma, talk frequently, comma, play games, comma, watch things, comma, etc, period. We've even gotten delved into each other's interests and have had long conversation, conversations just asking each other questions. Opening bracket, I'm sorry for the vagueness, haha, closing bracket, period. The issues, colon, we live in different continents and he's an extremely kind person, comma, so I don't think he sees me in the same light I see him, period. I also lack any confidence to breach the subject, period. Please help. Ooh. Wow, that's a great question. And I really appreciate the openness and candidness. Um, I was in a similar situation recently. So, Hmm. yeah, um, I have for the last going on three months been dating someone. And this was a very good friend for a long time. And we would watch a lot of the same things. Um, She got into gaming. We shared a bunch of interests, anything that she was interested in that I wasn't um, within like the last year. Like I'd always just be very curious about and question. And like, I got into some stuff that she had shown me and I'm not, I, I don't know. She like, I don't know how long that those feelings were there, but she pulled the trigger and asked me out. And I tweeted about it mm-hmm. and said, yeah, we should absolutely try that. And things have been going super well. I can't speak to the continent thing. That part, distance relationships are fucking hard. I'm not going to say they suck. They're just hard. It's just more work and you just need to be aware of that. But him being nice, I wouldn't take as a non-sign. I would, I would say go for it. Mel, what do yeah. you think? I think in this situation, my like my concern would be the continent thing as well, which is obviously something this person sees as an issue. Um, but I would think like, what are you tr- like? What's the end game here? Because like, if you want a long distance relationship where you continue what you're doing and you know talk online and play games and stuff, and you want to do that from a distance and that's okay with you, then like, yeah, I think you need to be open and honest about how you feel but like if that's not something you want or you can't like like what happens after that like are you going to do long distance forever like could you see yourself moving like because if if you can't see yourself moving for this person then like then there is a risk with expressing how you feel because then that'll make it more real like crushes can be fun like it doesn't have to be you know I've got a crush on this person and I'm gonna move across the world world for them like so I think it kind of depends how you want to play it because yeah. if you want something to come out of it, yes, eventually you're going to have to take that like leap and see how they feel. Um, and like, you can also do that in a casual way. Like you can, if they don't feel the same way, you guys can still be friends. It's going to be like, okay, thanks for letting me know and move forward as friends. So I don't know. I, I was in a relationship that went long distance and we realized that we had different end games. Yeah. So uh, it didn't work out. So that's kind of where my cautiousness comes from is because like, if at the end of the day, you guys don't want the same things, then maybe it's not worth taking the leap. But I if like- you don't know if you want the same things or not, you may have to take that leap to figure out if you guys do have the same end game. So I like that we had two totally different perspectives on it based off 
pretty recent experiences. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I totally agree on the end game piece. That is a really valid point. Like if you don't see that long term, I'd say just keep it casual and friendly. Yeah. Aaron, how did we both like go through breakups literally like within months of each other? I don't know. Yeah. Yep. That was fun. Oh, well. <laughs> Life goes um, on. I don't know why. I just want to clarify for the record. I haven't heard any of these questions and that's really fun. <laughs> so Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've run through them, but Aaron hasn't. So let's move on to the next one. Yeah. This one comes from at Jamal Page, uh, Jamal Page on Twitter. And it, he says... How to make friends as an adult, please and thank you. Uh, stress, smiley, cry emoji, period. Or how to make any, and any is in all capitals, plans when my schedule changes at the drop of a hat. Ooh. First of all, shout out to Jamal Page. Um, he lives in the same area as me. And we went to the same... Um, why am I blanking on the name of the movie? The Ten Rings. Oh, Shang-Chi. Thank you. Shang-Chi. Yeah. Uh, we were at the exact same showing in the exact same theater in the exact same row and had no idea. So you guys should be friends. Yes. So step one, be friends with me, Jamal. Because um, <laughs> we would get along great. We have the filmmaking side of things. Um, we have the Marvel side of things and we live in the same area. So let's just be friends and I'll introduce you to my friends. You'll introduce me to your friends. It'll be great. Oh. Um, the schedule drop of a hat thing. I just, I can speak to that. Yeah, you really should because school and everything. Yeah, you go. I think you need to make sure that people in your life understand that. Yeah. And then understand that having to cancel or change plans isn't a reflection of how you feel about the friendship. And like my schedule, at least I have somewhat of an idea, usually like a day or two before. So um, maybe you can just make more last minute plans um but yeah like if people understand that there's nothing you can do and maybe you give them a ring like half hour before like if you kind of know what their schedule is like if they're usually free tuesday nights then maybe you know half hour before on tuesday night would work with them so um i don't let that stop you from making plans just make sure there's you know communication and understanding there about how it works and let's like dude like me canceling a plan doesn't mean that i hate you it just means that I'm busy. So I will say Jacob Porter is an absolute saint with this. Uh, speaking of Stadia, it seems like things come up a lot. Um, and he always is like life before podcasts. It's okay. Like no big deal. And yeah. so I think when you hang out with people that are super understanding of what your life looks like, like as a single dad, most of my friends at this point, know my life can just flip a coin and I got to go do something else. Um, and that's a sign of a good friendship. I don't know. Yeah. If they're really understanding, other, then you're in good company. Other ways to make friends as an adult is sports. That's a big one for me. I don't know if you're interested in any sports or if there's any uh, other hobbies that, uh, I don't know. I, I'm not good with, like, I don't game or anything. But sports is a good one if you can join a sports league. Or maybe if you've never even played a sport before, join, like, a fun league and find yeah. people at your level. Yep. All right. Ready for the next one? I'm in. Thanks for writing in, Jamal. All righty. This one comes from at Nexus Prime 14, who's our friend Kyle on Twitter. Um, he says, is it okay to meander or waltz through life without much care? Question mark. I've always been the type to not really care about myself, comma, but find it irksome when I constantly hear and read about people needing to find a purpose in life, period. Motivation doesn't grow on trees, sadly, period. Uh, I'll keep my answer fairly brief on this one, man. If you're content, you're content. 
if you feel like a sense of longing, then I would say explore that and figure out what that purpose is. But if you're good with you doing you, then keep doing it, man. Yeah. I also find like on social media, it's so easy to just see like what everyone's grinding for, like what everyone's next steps are. And like, there's a lot of people that don't have that. Like, I feel like our internet circle, like there's so many people with like podcasts that are like obviously have um, like aspirations with that or totally like so it's it's easy to see like the creative side and things that people are putting out but like that doesn't mean that like other people all feel that way so just keep it in perspective and yeah like if you like what you're doing and you're fine just chilling then that's what your purpose is in a way like it, it doesn't have to be this grand thing like if you're happy just chilling just chilling man the girl that i'm dating anytime i vocalize stuff like that she always um, stops and says, quit comparing your behind the scenes to everyone else's highlight reel. And that has always stuck with me. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like, yeah, you really just can't compare. And like, I, I was in a really competitive program and still am. And like, my mental health has been so much better when I just said like, you know what, this is me. This is what I'm doing. Like, <laughs> this is who I am. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Some things just aren't worth your energy. So yeah, it's all good, man. All good. All right. Alrighty. This next one is an anonymous um, listener. Interesting. Okay. This is cool. I work at a large karma multinational rainforest period. They pay me a lot, comma, like more than I should be making for the amount of work I do, period. It's not what I want to do. I want to be doing career-wise, comma, but the thing I want to do doesn't pay as much as what I want to do now, period. Should I get that bread, comma, be bored karma or chase chase my passion but struggle with money question mark there's layers to this one aaron Oof. um chase your passion if if it won't cause you such financial stress that'll actually ruin the enjoyment of chasing that passion i i think the easy answer is to always say follow your heart do what you're passionate about do what you're excited about um but really, like, if that's going to actually cause more stress, that it'll ruin that experience, then maybe look for another opportunity within that same field, that same thing that excites you, but won't put you in a dire situation. Now, if we're talking tightening the belt just a little bit, like, to go do what you're passionate about, then absolutely run after that. Take the pay cut. Stop being bored at work. And just know you might have to make a few sacrifices here and there. Yeah. The only thing I'd add to that is like, depending on what this passion is, like, is there a way to kind of like dip your foot in the water and see like without actually diving in? Because like, you know, for me, like a passion of ours is like making this podcast, but I would never say, okay, Aaron, Patreon time. Let's do it. (laughs) We're doing it. Yeah, we're going all in. I just quit vet school today. Let's go. (laughs) Yeah, no. So like uh, if there's a way to try it out depending on what the passion is and yeah. keep it as maybe a side hustle for now and then see it, where that goes and then you might realize you know what i like this more of a hobby and i don't want to dedicate my life to it you never know and the flip side of that coin if this is something that you've been passionate about forever and ever and you know you'll love it then start a side hustle to supplement that income while you go after it right yeah good advice buddy hey hit me with right. another all right, this next one's from at W.O. Beeman, Will Beeman. Oh, Mr. He's Will. saying, I'm trying to begin working on my first feature film, period. The problem is, comma, I'm having a hard time thinking of what story I should tell, period. Where do you look for inspiration, question mark? 
Well, Mr. Beeman, as somebody who has actually written and directed a couple of short films and written multiple feature length scripts. Okay, you're flexing a little bit, buddy. You're flexing. Oh, I'm going to flex a lot. I'm proud of those <laughs> things that I've done. It took me yeah. months of work. <laughs> as, you, as you should be. Um, yeah. I will say that the places I've gotten inspiration for the scripts that I've written have started with genres that I'm really interested in. People always love this fucking cliche. Write what you know, write from your life experiences. I'm like, I'm pretty sure the guy who wrote the first Halloween never had an experience of a serial killer in his town. Sometimes we just want to write fun stories. So grab a genre that you really like and think of a story within that. Um, And then I like to think of settings and situations. Um, So I think of genre comedy setting. I pick a main place that this story is going to take place. And then what are the situations that could happen around that spot? And then you got to answer the questions. Um, The guys who write South Park always talk about this. It's situation, reaction, consequence. And it's if not, so it's you present an option or a scenario and you say either this happens or this happens. If A happens, then this is the consequence. If B happens, then this is the consequence. And you kind of start going that way. Um, screenwriting is a lot more formulaic than I think we try to make it out to be. You you answer these questions and you build this story around it and it will happen. Um, but yeah, I say find the genre you like, figure out your setting, and then start writing situations around that setting. Start there and you will be amazed at what starts just flowing from that. Yeah. And good for you for like starting that work. That's awesome. And like for me, I get inspiration really just like I would say get, if you don't already have a note stock and if something comes to you, just write it down and come Constantly. back to it later. Yes. Um, I think that's always good. And really like, you know this already, but don't put too much pressure on your first idea. Like oh, yeah. be prepared to scrap something if it's not working and don't be hard on yourself if you do. Um, I had a really yeah. fun screenplay that I worked on for like two months of like two best friends that grow up um, together. And one becomes like a pretty big time politician and the other one goes into journalism. And the one who's in journalism ends up actually discovering this massive scandal of his best friend and like what he does with that. And ultimately I couldn't make it work. So it's okay Mm -hmm. to like put projects off to the side and try something new. Um, the other thing I will say, Will, is... You got 10 seconds. I know, I'm hurrying. Um, the other thing I'll say, Will, is like, you'll find that as you start coming up with ideas, more and more ideas are going to come out. So just have that doc ready to go. Yeah. All right, we got like a minute left. Let's rip through these Let's last ones. This one's from Jose Ruckus. What's the best way for me to prepare for the upcoming hot boy summer? Question mark. You're there, man. I saw that yeah, new Kate. background that Campfire Designs did for you. You're set. You got it. He's doing the dad fit. Looks good. Oh, it looks so good. Keep rocking the dad fit. Next question. Next question. This is from at ISO Christian. Christian from the Large Popcorn Podcast on Twitter. He says, any tips on teeth whitening techniques? Question mark. I use strips to help manage minor coffee stains, but I'm not happy with the results, period. As a single man trying to thought himself out for cuddles, comma, I need them pearly whites, period. Thank you, GM20 gang. Uh, Little arrow thing three, which is a heart. Um, teeth whitening dude we all struggle with this yeah. i don't know like get some white out or something what do you think i don't know as somebody who like i was i never got braces so i have like a slightly crooked teeth thing going on i i don't know i don't really have great advice on this other than i think my personality outshines that smile baby uh-huh. and christian yeah. i think yours does too 
And I think people don't really notice as much as like we know as we do a hundred percent. I think you're, you're seeing your teeth way too much when your smile is beautiful, baby. Yeah. Just go get those cuddles. Who cares? That's right. And that does it. That's 20 minutes. (laughs) (laughs) We, We just flew through those last two. Did we get through all the questions? Yes. That's all of them. Oh, nailed it. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, everybody, for listening to another episode of Give Me 20. Um, Of course, you can find us when we'll be on the next episode. Mel, any parting words in the last 10 seconds? Yes. Someone pointed out you called the last one episode 12. So now we have two episode 12. I just need to go edit it. It's fine. So yeah. So this will be episode 14. Don't fuck that up. I will not. Uh, Until next time, keep it funny. Bye-bye.